0: Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. God is so good. He's laughing with me because we're broadcasting all over the world. So that's why I'm saying good morning. Good afternoon and good evening. Um, I just want to talk to you on the subject when God laughs with you. When God laughs with you in the book of genesis chapter 22 we see abraham abraham who was chosen by god on a cart together with two of his servants and his son isaac going to a place where god will show him on a 3 day journey to sacrifice his son as God says in the Bible, the, his only son and the son whom he loved so much on the top of a mountain that God would show him. Now, I just want you to draw your attention and focus on some things that the God is saying to Abraham. Abraham's son Isaac was not his only son. He had another son called Ishmael, whom he had not together with his wife Sarai, but together with his wife's appointed maid Hagar. So in that language, if you listen and look at the hermeneutics of that text, what God was saying to Abraham was God was really telling Abraham in that sentence was, I know you have two sons, but this is the son that I promised you. Because if we go back all the way to Genesis 15, 16, 17, and you see God's hands in Abraham's life that led to this moment. God had met Abraham at the age of 90 and had told him, I Will give you a son, a son of your own flesh and blood. And he even told Sarai, well, Sarai overheard the conversation when God had sent some angels to take down Sodom and Gomorrah. Sarah overheard what God was telling Abraham. And of course, before Sarah even laughed, because everybody talks about Sarah laughing when God promised her a, a, a child at, at, at an old age of 80, Sarah fell on the floor laughing. But Abraham, after he had asked God for this same thing, he fell face down praising God initially, but then when he internalized what God was saying, <laughs> Abraham himself started laughing. How is this possible at my age? Oh, God wants to laugh with them, but they were laughing and God was just smiling initially. In this place where Abraham was, obedient to God, taking his son to a mount that God would show him, in this place there was a silence. There was a silence in that court as they moved along the way. Abraham did not tell his wife, Sarah, after conceiving this child 10 years after God promised them that God had asked him to make Isaac a burnt offering to him. Another part of the silence in that cart as they traveled towards the mountain to sacrifice Isaac was that Abraham did not tell Isaac what was about to happen. A third dimension to this, Abraham had asked his two servants to come along to help him, but Abraham ended up cutting up the wood. Abraham ended up cutting that making all the preparations, and the help to go up the mountain was Abraham himself and his son, Isaac. No one helped them up the mountain. So why did you bring these guys along? Maybe you needed a driver for the cart. I don't know. Someone to steer the donkey. No one knew. Why Abraham was going to this mountain, no one knew except God and Abraham. Sometimes when God wants to, to laugh with you, he needs you to be still. He needs you not to go out and tell everybody, oh, this is what God told me. This is what, God's going to do. This is, what is about to happen. God is saying, be silent, be silent, be silent, be still and know that I am God. Because many times, imagine what would have happened if he had told Sarah. Imagine what would have happened if he had told the boy, Isaac. Imagine what would have happened if he had told his servants. God needs you to be still. Just wait on him. Just But Abraham's silence is also attributed to the growth that God had done through him. God had regenerated Abraham's heart. Remember when God first met Abraham. (laughs) <laughs> oh God, speak, speak, speak. When he first met Abraham, Abraham was worshiping other gods. Abraham was not worshiping this God. Him and his daddy and his elder brother Nahor, they were worshiping other gods. But for some reason, God saw Abraham's heart and said, this is the one, not his brother you know, Nahor, not his daddy. This is the one that I'm going to use to build nations under. And Abraham was laughing because he couldn't see. God said, look up in the sky. If you can count the stars, that's how many people I'm going to build under me. Look up on the sand on the beach. If you can count each and every grain, that's how many people I'm going to build under you. Abraham laughed. (laughs) Oh, but God was waiting to laugh with him. God is waiting to laugh with you right now. Oh, so many times if we just step still and look in our past, look around us and see what's happening, we would see God's hands. We would see the profundity of God working through. Oh, I don't know who's going to be listening to this. If you're listening to this and you're a caretaker, God is telling you, climb that mountain and meet me up there. If you're listening to this and you have lost your job because of the chaos outside with COVID-19, God is telling you, climb that mountain of joblessness, meet me at the top. If you are listening because there's a problem in your relationship with your partner, God is telling you climb that mountain. But as you climb that mountain, I need you to pray the prayer that Abraham prayed as he went up there and his son, Isaac asked him, (laughs) Isaac asked him, he said, daddy, I see all the stuff. I see the wood. I see the knife. I see the rope to bound the wood and build the platform. But daddy, where is the sacrifice, where's the lamb? Abraham looked at Isaac. Son, don't worry, God will provide. That was a prayer right there. When Abraham left that cart at the foot of the hill, when he left that cart and told his servants, we're gonna go up there on the top of that mountain, I need you to stay here and I and the boy, Isaac, will come back to you. Listen to Abraham's language. Listen to the lexicon, I and the boy, the word will, will come back to you. Since God had made Abraham, since God laid his promise in the heart of Abraham, first about the boy, second about nation, second about I will be your God, I will be your reward, I will be your protection. God had shaped and formed Abraham to a place where all the apprehensions that he went through, all the challenges that he went through up to this point, made Abraham so strong that he could be still and wait on God. Remember Abraham in 17, Genesis 17 or 18, he met Pharaoh Abimelech and he told his wife Sarah, he said, you know, when we're going through here, you're so beautiful, honey, that I, I, I want to preserve us. I, 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 I want to make sure they don't kill me for you because God has a plan and I want to make sure I'm alive to see that plan. Well, Abraham maybe was thinking about himself alone not really god's plan so he wanted to protect himself and he said from now on while we're in egypt you are my sister (laughs) you are my sister abimelech got into trouble with god god reigned on the house of abimelech and in a dream he came to abimelech if you don't take your hands off this woman she's married to the priest if you don't take your hands off you will die And Abimelech called in Abraham, why did you do this thing? Because in the meantime, every woman, every girl in Abimelech's household was made barren by God. In the meantime, every person were experiencing growth and worms all over their body. Abimelech said, why have you had the Lord afflict us like this? And immediately he made preparations for Abraham to live. So Abraham had gone through a process, had gone through life, leaning on God's promises, but not just leaning, seeing what God has done, knowing what God is about to do, understanding what God will do. You see, what has happened over time, if you go into Genesis 17, there's 24 times where God tells Abraham, I will fulfill what I'm telling you. I will be your God. I will build nations under you. I will make Ishmael be blessed. I will protect you. I will reward you 24 times. (laughs) Boy, if I can hear God saying that, well, God has probably said it more than that in my lifetime, because I know I've been in situations before when you get up from tables and people are trying to make you into what they think you should be, not understanding what God wants to make you to be. (laughs) When you get up and you stand on God's word, oh, you're going to be in a place climbing up that mountain where you're silent. You're silent because you understand God's word. Be still and know that I... I'm God. Just be still. I want to walk through you. I want you to be like the plate where you place your food to eat. So you are the plate I can edify the world. I want you to be like a pen. Oh, I want to write things in people's hearts with you. I want you to be a book. I want you to be open to understand what I'm writing in your heart so you can speak to the world. I want you to be still. I want you to understand. I want you to walk the way like my son Jesus the Christ. The that I sent, oh, I need you to understand as James says in James 1, 2 to 4. Consider it all joy. <laughs> Whatever you're going through, consider it all joy. <laughs> because I'm trying to work through you. I want you to just stay still and persevere. Persevere until you become in that place where I call perfect persevere until you understand that my grace is sufficient to take you through the storm. Climb the mountain. I need to meet you up there on the top because you're going to make a sacrifice to me. Say amen. Wow. Climb the mountain and with each climb, say a prayer. God, I know you will god i know you are the great i am god i'm gonna push my eye out of the way and allow your i am to come through god i'm gonna be still just work through me spirit of the living god just move through me god wants to laugh with you today <laughs> Wherever you are, if it's morning, night, ooh, I can't believe I'm saying that. Usually, usually, I only say good morning, uh, not even good afternoon, because I only had one place to preach.ing I'm saying if it's morning, noon, night, oh, God wants to tell you, good evening, I am God. Good morning, I am God. Good afternoon, I am God. Hello there, I am God. And guess what? I want to work through you. But God is saying, I want to laugh with you. So those who have told you that you cannot be anything, (laughs) they are not God. Those who have told you, there's nothing that you can do without them. They are not God. I want you to be like Abraham still in that place where God can use you. Because when Abraham got up to the mountaintop, so many times we climb and we go back down halfway up. When Abraham got up to the mountain top, he was obedient. He put everything together. He bound his son onto the platform. Through the author's pen of Genesis 22, we don't hear anything. There's a silence of Isaac. Oh, but in Abraham's mind, I wonder, I wonder what was happening. In Abraham's mind, God had shifted him to a place that he was being obedient. He remembered, he understood God's strength. He was starting to understand the God that stopped him. When he and his daddy and his brother Nahor were moving, the God had made a promise to him. And as God tells us, I never go back on my promises. I will fulfill my promises. He picked up the knife. He raised his hands up high. (laughs) He was about to strike Isaac. Then a voice came from the heavens, Abraham, Abraham, don't lay a hand on the boy. Now God knows. Now God understands that if you would give up your own son, your flesh and blood, yourself, mind you, this is a precursor to what's going to happen with God's own son, Jesus. If you will give this up, that shows me how much not only you fear God, but you love God. That's a whole other sermon about fear. It's not the fear that we think. God is saying to Abraham, Abraham, Look, look behind you in the thicket. Abraham turned around. God provided a ram caught in the thicket. So if you are going through something you're not sure of right now, and you know that God told you, get up, move towards this thing, Don't look at your incapabilities, the impossibilities. Shut down the noise of the crowd. Be still and know that he is God. Be still and understand the God that you serve. (laughs) He wants to laugh with you. (laughs) God wants to laugh with you in a way that others that will look on and say, "Uh uh-uh, you can't do this. (laughs) you're going to be laughing with God. God wants to laugh with you this morning. God wants to laugh with you this afternoon. God wants to laugh with you today. May God open your hearts to hear this word. May God bless you by standing firm on his grace and understand that there's nothing he cannot do. But most of all, most of all, May God open your eyes to see his master key of prayer. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Amen.